0: This is Ryan from the Idiot Savants, and you're listening to a very special presentation of Crazy Train of Thought on the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Welcome everybody to Crazy Train of Thought brought to you by the Idiots of Ones. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am your host, Ryan Wolf. On today's episode, we thought we'd do something a little bit different. We've been keeping track of E3, following a lot of the games, news coverage, stuff like that. But for this episode, we wanted to give you guys something a little bit special. We decided to do a developer interview, some guys that aren't at E3, get us some exclusive content and them some exposure for their game, which we think is really cool. We have an interview with a couple of guys from Meridian Entertainment. We have Ty and Ed, and they are the developers of a mobile game called Meridian. And like I just said, we think it's really cool. So check out the interview. all right thank you for joining us everybody this is ryan from the idiot savants i have troy with me what's up guys we have a very special guest for you guys today we are interviewing the developers from meridian they're going to talk to us about their game coming out on mobile platforms i guess we'll get right to it so why don't you guys tell me about meridian and introduce yourselves
1: hey guys uh what's up this is ty uh well we are a brazilian indie studio We're a team of seven people, actually six. Now we're hiring, if you guys know (laughs) anyone, uh, in in the marketing business. (laughs) uh, And uh, we started working uh, in Meridian about two years ago. Uh, We are in our late 30s, early 40s. And so we wanted to bring our classic gaming influences to a multiplayer game, something more dynamic for mobile platforms. But you see a, a bit nostalgic as well. So basically, Meridian is a three-on-three platformer, uh, and uh, there are several game modes. Right now, we are alpha testing, so we have uh, one single game mode for now, and where three players face three other players trying to capture gems through the map. Okay. Uh, sounds like sounds kind of simple, but uh, we have that that uh, Metroidvania mechanic a little bit of it, you know. So uh, the characters have Special skills, special moves, you have several different characters with different abilities. And so the idea is to really get people to play together. So something you would see in long matches like League of Legends and stuff like that. But you're going to play short matches. They're like three minutes long. And so the intention is to make a dynamic game that everyone can enjoy, you know, on their commute and something like that.
0: Yeah, that sounds awesome. And we did get to alpha test this game a little bit. For uh, me and Troy, yeah, actually, Alpha yeah. tested the game. And we had we had some fun playing it. Ran into a couple of issues with a little bit of lag on the characters and stuff. Nothing seemed, too bad, though. Nothing Especially too bad. for Alpha. Yeah, it seems like you guys are definitely on the right track with making the game. So you've been working on it for two years, you said. And uh, what are some of your favorite games? You mentioned that, you know, obviously... The game is done in pixel art, so I'm sure, you know, games on the NES and SNES are are right in the right in some of your favorites.
2: I skipped the NES and, and SNES. Yes, I I, st- I went from uh, the Atari to to the MSX computer. I don't know if you're familiar with the MSX. A little bit, uh, yeah. And I went straight to, to to the MSX. From there, I went to the the only. Video game I got later it was uh, the PS one and on the MSX actually we had uh, many games that were made by Konami and they the, and had uh, equivalents on the NES. Uh, one of them is definitely Castlevania. Well, there there are not many games. I think there's a game on the, the by Konami on the MSX that's uh, Nightmare, and there is a uh, uh, Nightmare Two. Is Maze of Galios? Uh, uh, I think. There's many. Uh, there are some of the best games on the NES. Act were made by the, by Konami. So oh yeah,
0: yeah. Konami used to make a lot of really good games. Now, unfortunately, they only make a soccer game. I'm pretty sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're still so- waiting for a great Castlevania, though. <laughs> I think they are on, on Pachinko right now.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you're not wrong there. <laughs> um. So. Ty, you do the music for the game, is that correct? And Ed, you do the art for the game?
2: Yes, I do the art stuff, the art part of the game.
0: What was it like trying to put the... This is for Ed. What was it like trying to put the art together for the game? I have seen a lot of the characters and I've seen some of them in action and I really like the look of the game. Like what... uh, You know, how did those characters come together for you guys in terms of the story and stuff like that.
2: Well, not told about the, the, the story. Actually, it's a big part of, of the, the thing. All well, the thing. It's, uh, uh, the story is very important in the game. And uh, it all comes together to create the concept of the, of those characters. Actually, it was uh, I, I can't describe exactly uh, how we went to with the with the animal stuff because all the characters are animals. Mm-hmm. But it was really like the, the style of, of the art, particular the pixel art part. It's uh, something that is very. Um, it's mostly because it's the kind of art that I'm capable of. I really can't. I mean, <laughs> that are capable of, of doing specialized partially due to our uh, my capabilities. So, uh, But I really enjoy doing this, this kind of thing since the MSX. and, and uh, I've always done that kind of, of stuff. Not professionally, I went with uh, advertising. When Ty called me for this possibility to, to join the team it was definitely... Uh, I mean, I, I think it was always meant to be like this. I, I, I've always done this kind of stuff and but I never could put it together in a, in a, in a game or anything bigger than, than some small sprites it came naturally but also limited to, to to the capabilities of all to my abilities
0: right so how did you guys come up with the story for the game then
1: yeah well that uh, we 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 used to think about uh, having a, a story that would you know make players want to play the game to see how it would develop and we first had some ideas of the game mechanics and uh, okay we, we thought you know we're gonna have like six players inside a dungeon killing each other to capture gems why because to us there are many games that are multiplayer games that they don't make much sense out of their stories and <laughs> yeah so and we are also into rpgs and we have uh, a good friend Ar- armando he's not here uh, tonight but uh, he's been a, an RPG, a dungeon master for years and years, and uh, I used to play with him, and he he could uh, make up great adventures, you know. <laughs> uh, and then we called him to see if he would be interested in joining the project, and we were still having, you know, we were still making the concept of the characters, the looks of everything, and uh, then uh, he came up with some ideas, and the group worked on them together. But then he sat down and he wrote. Actually, he's been writing ever since, and we have, I don't know, I think we have enough uh, enough story to make like a, a three-volume book or something like that.
4: Uh, <laughs> I, w- I was reading through some of the lore today, and I was like, wow, this is just going to keep going, and I'm okay with this.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's our idea, because uh, actually the, the seasons of the game are going to determine what's going to happen later. So for example, the first season uh, is about rescuing Albano. He's like the, the king uh, who kind of gave his life in order to save uh, the, the verge, which are the, the creatures that are magical. And uh, they were in a dungeon trying to summon uh, and to summon heroes and enter the dungeons. So actually the tower where they were was unprotected. And Albano was the king of, of a city, a kingdom actually called Mithorian. And he jumps to save the these wizards, and he kind of gets uh, lethally wounded. So he, uh, one of the wizards is able to cast a stasis field around him, so he's not really dead. But they have to recover one of the kingdoms that is taken in order to get a guy from there who can heal him and make him become a legendary hero. So that's the that's the the story of season one, actually. Uh, okay. And it depends on players playing. We're going to we're going to launch uh, a co op campaign that all the players that are going to have access to the game have to play missions. And if they accomplish the missions proposed by the game, they're going to save Albano, and the story is going one way. And if they don't, Albano is going to die, and the story goes another way. That's super cool. That's really yeah.
4: cool. I like that.
1: And so we, I, I think Armando uh, might be mad if I. Throw off some spoilers. <laughs>
3: well,
1: I, think we no. have, I think we have like 11 or 12 seasons already written.
0: Wow, that's, that's, <laughs> that's super awesome. awesome, guys. That's really, really cool. Because you don't really see very many mobile games taking a chance on stories. And usually, like, I know with mobile games that I've played, especially from bigger companies, some of them are cash grabs. And it doesn't seem like, like, this seems like more of a passion project for you guys. And in no, you know, obviously it's free to play. So not in any way a cash grab, but it's cool that you're putting a story in a mobile game because that's not something that happens very often.
1: Yeah, we, you know, there there is a public, we think uh, perhaps they are left unattended by the current games, which is like the people like us, you know, late 30s, early 40s, because uh, we grew up on Final Fantasy, you know. And, right. and nowadays we work like nine to six if not more and you know sometimes you're commuting and you want to play a game but you want something that adds up to story and visuals and stuff like that and and all the games you the mobile games you play you you know there's you just play the matches and we wanted to give you know people like ourselves something uh, to remember the classic games and have a story have a reason to play you know something additional which is really yeah. something we find we don't find much nowadays, especially on mobile.
3: I
0: agree a hundred percent with that. So it's really cool what you guys are doing. Now, what made you want to do like a PvP mobile game as opposed to like more of a single player thing?
1: As I said, like before, we wanted to do something that would get the best from both worlds. So we feel that. We never had the chance, for example, when we played our classic games, we used to play on you know, Street Fighter, and we wanted to play Street Fighter with a friend, you had to have your friend over to your house. You couldn't play online. and uh, But you always wanted to play with a friend that would live far away, and you would never meet the guy. And when it became possible, uh, we started, we were already, I think, playing Street Fighter 4, right? It was the first one you could play online. But, you know... Uh, there are those crazy combos at that, that super modern gameplay, which is great for, you know, younger people. But uh, we older people kind of get beat up all the time playing that kind of game. You know?
4: <laughs> I know the feeling. We are terrible at games, too. <laughs>
1: yeah. so, so we wanted to, you know, to, to have a game that you, we could play with a simpler mechanic system well we could play with friends and interact with friends that are far away you know and you can play a match you can have your friend in your clan and you can play an old school game with him like you couldn't you couldn't have done that in the past and now you can
0: that's true that's a good definitely a good reason just to get people together to play that's awesome um so have you guys you said you've been working on this game for 2 2 re- years right Yes. So, have you worked on any other games in the past, or like, how did you guys get into game development?
2: Uh, for my part, I've I've never been in a game development team, but it, but it it has always been something like personal projects that never had been have been released. So when Flash was uh, the thing on the internet, I used to program some things, and I, and I tried my best, <laughs> but never really <laughs> in the, in the game industry part.
0: Now, what about you, Ty?
1: Yeah, I haven't. It's my first game project as well. Uh, In in the, I've I've worked with uh, project management long time ago. Before I I started working as a full time musician, I used to to be a lawyer and work in a bank. Believe it or not. Okay. (laughs) And uh, I used to I used to be a project manager. uh, So it's something that I I have some experience doing that. And music, well, I've been working with music all my life, but exclusively with music for about 20 years. Wow. Uh, and yes, I, I st- actually, I went full-time music, music in 2004. And then I started doing some soundtracks. I've written soundtrack for TV, for theater, uh, for radio. Uh, I've done some arrangements for bands and for orchestra. So I have experience doing the soundtrack stuff but never in a game mm-hmm. what well, it's like it's always been a dream you know because uh you look for studios and they already have their teams and their staff and they don't want to hire the guy who has no experience right right uh and when you become a little bit older you, you can't ha- you can't afford to start working as an intern and not get paid and stuff like that so the only way i could do that would be like having our own project you know yeah of
0: course that's so, you worked as a lawyer and at a bank, and now you do music full time. That's really awesome.
1: It was a long transition. It was I started doing the transition like it took me like five or six years to to change jobs, and then it took me another five or six years to get stabilized. Right. Uh, but you know, uh, now you got to follow your dreams, right? Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. We would like to get into podcasting full time, and I think we'll get there eventually but i think that the music is one of the best parts about the game like even the menu music just brings you right into what like the you know this kind of mythic world that you guys are trying to create and that was one of the first things i noticed when i booted up the game to play the alpha it's like even the menu music i was like this is fucking awesome oh thank you no problem
1: really happy to hear that yeah
0: Uh, I think Troy's got
4: a question for you guys. Um, I had, I have, I have a couple. Um, the first one is, I wanted to say uh, same thing about the music. Is I booted up the Alpha when you guys had it open and my wife turned to me and she's like what are you playing cuz it sounds cool. And I said I agree. It, it sounds awesome. I it, it's an alpha game. So I I really love the music and how how it just it does it just drags you into the game and it want you want to know about this world. But I I wanted to know what is what is the hardest part of development so far for you guys?
3: Um Ed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's the the toughest part?
2: Toughest part? Well, I don't know. There's so many things uh, that we are learning in the process that I think everything is is, is, is really tough. Because uh, even though I've been doing some kind of art all my life, doing this specifically for a game in a context of a, a story, and uh, creating the characters and then and, and transforming them into pixels and, and it's, it's it's a difficult thing to, to the art part we are also trying to make everything kind of dialogue with each part of the, the interface of, of the characters the, the, the weapons the, everything uh, the map
0: right there's a huge amount of art in the game for sure between yeah characters and landscape and ui and all that
2: yeah and that's not even the, the beginning i think it's it's very uh very the very beginning of Thing. There are many uh, art pieces that we have to, to do, to still do, to, to because we are going, we are going to, to select missions. We are going to there's a, a an overworld map, and you will we'll have to choose the locations and, 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 and select the missions uh, when we have more missions available. And there are going to be art pieces of each each uh, part of, of, the, of the kingdom of the realm. So it's, it's 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 really tough to do all this stuff. And at the same time, doing the learning to the process of programming and the the logics of of the game and implementing everything—it's not hard. My responsibility is Andrews, He's also not here, Uh, right? But um, there's so many things we're learning. So uh, everything is is really—I can pick one thing uh, that's really.
4: That, that that really makes sense i think because when we when we started podcasting it was like oh well we we set up some mics and we hit record and we found out that there's a lot more to it than that and we've we went through some some tough times of wow that sounded terrible how do we fix that <laughs> <laughs> and you know it just this the same way you guys are going through well what do i do now you know it's 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 it's, it's the same kind of a there's a learning curve to everything man and it it just no matter what you it's there's something something in front of you that you got to face and i it's it's cool
2: oh yeah yeah i think
1: prioritizing is a big issue as well because uh we are we're a small team right we are six now and actually we are four people uh, are more into the game itself because we have uh, a person who takes care of the legal aspects of the game so he's a lawyer and uh, he handles just the legal stuff and and then we have armando who's the game designer and he he does the lore and and the numbers and the mechanics of the game but then we have uh we have huji who is our 3d modeler and vfx guy and then we have to we, we basically have to prioritize because we have lots of things we want in the game so we want different skills and different skins and items and we want everything to be rendered on screen so the guy can see the gear he acquires you know applied to the character and when you talk about 2d that's like making whole new sprite sheets with right the items yeah. in the right position and We also have, for example, music. We want to add tons of voices and sound effects and and orchestrate, huge orchestrations. And it takes a long time to to do all that stuff. And it's not a full-time work because everyone has a different job other than Meridian, you know. Uh, So we we work on it, I don't know, four or five hours a day and weekends. But uh, it's not enough to deliver everything we want. So we have to choose what's going to go in this build because like we, we we throw a build a different build like every week you know with new stuff and you have to decide what's going to happen there and prioritize and that's really tough to choose and organize everything to come together
0: yeah i was looking at your guys' dev diary on the on the website on meridiangame.com and it looks like you've been doing some pretty huge updates for Pretty much every month this year, there's been uh, one, if not multiple, updates per month. So, you guys, have I mean, the fruits of your labor, it's pretty clear that it's starting to come together here. And I'm super happy that we got to help Alpha test
1: it for you guys.
0: You guys, you said you wanted to do some... Like you wanna voice the characters?
1: Yeah, the characters are actually voiced. Uh, we have uh, the, the four characters we have currently running are all voiced, right? Uh, but we wanted to we wanted to do some extra taunts and we wanted to do some for example, we have a single a, a single voice when they get killed. and we wanted to have them like give them like five, six different messages uh, when they die and when you summon them. And you know we want we want to make a narrator to tell the story uh, as it as the match goes on. So we have a, a huge project for more voices. What it takes recording, mixing, and building the logics for them to run properly. So it's something that we've been postponing a bit.
3: <laughs>
0: right, right. Well, if you guys need some voice actors, we get the voices down. I think. Uh, We'd be we'd be game. We work for free, as it turns out.
1: Oh yay. <laughs> We're gonna talk about that later then. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: Sounds good.
4: So I have I have a little bit of an off the wall question. As big of a fan as I am of this certain video game, I have to ask this question. Oh my god. <laughs> and Ryan is not so much, but have you guys played Pokemon and if so, what's your favorite one? <laughs> um
2: well for me, it's easy. I, I I've never played Pokemon.
4: Okay.
1: <laughs> well, I did. I played Pokemon uh, the first one on the Game Boy.
4: Okay. Okay. The, that's a good the start. Old, the, the old Game Boy. Yep.
1: Uh, I didn't play it long because I I was already kind of a teenager when it came out. But my brother, my younger brother, played it a lot. And uh, that, that's the uh, and I, I think I also played Pokemon uh, Pokemon Go. Is it r- Red and Blue?
4: Oh yeah, yep. Red and Blue. Yep.
1: Yeah, red and blue, and I like it, but it's uh, it, it you know, it takes a long time to get things done.
3: Yeah, and yeah. It um, does.
1: So since I, I was already working when I when it came out, uh I couldn't play much, so I kinda lost the, the, the motivation to play. So I didn't play that much. But it's a cool game. Uh, the collectible stuff is really nice.
4: I think that's what my hook is. Is I just love anything that makes me collect something, <laughs> and I get obsessed with it. And Pokemon has been the one thing that's been dr- just drug me in. Your guys' art and how the sprites look, and it just throws me back into the older Pokemon days, and thinking back to okay, well. In Nintendo terms, when they were like, well, let's make a special sprite, they made shinies, which is just a, a funny colored of the same Pokemon or the same sprite. So just so you guys can use that later, you know, <laughs> you could just change the color palette. <laughs> of a guy and say oh this is a shiny guy oh
1: yeah it's actually it's actually in the project uh we are already working on different color palettes and also different skins uh, but, but the, the color palettes actually uh, some of them are going to be customizations to the characters but there is going to be a basic set of of color palettes so when when players get the same hero they are going to be colored differently in the match so you can tell
3: Who is who, you
0: know. Okay. Are you guys going to do, like, the skins? Are those going to be, like, a microtransaction? Or will those be things from loot boxes? Or how do you collect the different skins for the heroes?
1: Yeah, well, actually, uh, in the game mechanics, there are two kinds of currencies. You have platinum and you have starin. Staron is is that kind of energy that comes from the magic minerals of the land. Okay. Uh, it, it's in the lore. It, it plays a major role because pretty much whatever you want to do, you have to use staron, right? And uh, you can get staron and platinum playing the game. So you have you have your your, your rewards from battle, and you're going to get staron and platinum. Uh, of course, you can cash in to get staron because. The game goes like this. Tarum is the energy that you can use to do stuff that is uh, not functional, right? So it, you, you can't buy benefits okay. for your hero. Okay, cool. Right. So if you want your hero to power up, you have to get platinum to do that and experience points. So uh, we want we want the player to play matches and get experience points and get platinum. So when his hero is at a certain point of experience, he can evolve the hero
0: right okay uh,
1: but this process uh, all the processes in the game takes talent management so for example when you 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 have us we're still working the the financial aspects of the thing because uh, we have server costs and uh, we have to pay commissions to several companies cuz like apple when you when you run it on app store apple gets a commission okay. when you run it on google google gets a commission and unreal engine uh, the guys from epic get a commission so uh, we have to we're still analyzing those numbers but uh theoretically uh the staron is for example you have a, a, a certain number of free matches you can play per day right so uh if you want to if you want to play more than that number you have to spend staron to recharge your battle charges that makes right? sense and you get it from battle but say for example you're addicted and you want to play for hours and hours then you're probably going to have to cash in with a, a dollar or two in order to <laughs> reload your matches, you know? All right. Uh, and so that's basically it. And there are some cosmetic items that you can buy with starin, And so you can you can cash in, but you can also play matches and get the items. And uh, our evolution tree is definitely not that kind of evolution tree that you have to play for years to max your account. Okay. You know, that's, that's not our goal. Uh, there is... With the, I I could be giving you wrong information, but if I'm not mistaken, uh, you can max out your account uh, with the uh, release date heroes, you can max out your account playing the minimum number of matches for six to eight months.
0: Okay. That's not too bad. That's not so bad.
4: Ryan Ryan will be the one that that supports you guys with those those skins. He loves those things. We're not sure why, but he will buy all of them. That's true. I'm a total <laughs> whale. <laughs> Ryan yeah, I, I, Ryan's that guy that you you guys are coming for with those those buyable skins. I'm so. a
0: sucker for skins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they are so cool, aren't
0: they? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so that's pretty cool that you guys have that stuff figured out. Now I don't do and have never done any game development, but how are you finding uh, working with Unreal Engine pretty easy? Like, is it difficult to make a game in
2: Unreal Engine or... Well, I think there's a part that must be considered. Unreal is not the platform of choice to develop a 2D game, I think. There are many others that might be better to develop, uh, but there were other the reasons why we chose Unreal, and that's because there's a huge community, so uh, of developers. So in there, there are many uh, discussions uh, and other things that help development. I think there are parts that are difficult because of Unreal, but uh, but, but there are also other things that are, are that are easier because of it. What do you think, Ty?
1: Yeah, well, there's uh, there's definitely stuff in Unreal that's harder to do because it's not 100% of a 2D engine, right? And they do have paper 2D, which helps a bit, but it's something that they haven't given much attention to in the past few versions of Unreal, right? Uh, so we had to come up with some wicked solutions and some breakthroughs because there there is some stuff that we've been trying to do that no one's done before when it comes to doing the 2D things, you know. So we have this idea, our characters have uh, gear you can equip, but it's not an object, actually. It's a sprite sheet, right, that you have to you have to uh, add to the characters' textures and layers. Okay. And, and that's a, a mechanism we had to come up with, because uh, there's no one doing that, at, at least that we know of, and there's no one throwing out tutorials about that, and there are no plugins ready for that. So we've been working hard to make it work. It's it's ongoing, but it's coming out, you know. So you you really need some breakthroughs. But there is a good aspect, which is you don't have to code everything, you know, because they have those those. Yeah, I I don't know if you guys are familiar with the engine, but you can you 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 pretty much can. Uh, Build the code with nodes, so you if you know the functions available, and they have lots of stuff that is already done for you. So there's uh, networking uh, configurations, and there is uh, game maps and level gameplay. There is uh, there are ability systems, uh, flipbook management, and that's all set and ready for you. So you know you 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 can take several shortcuts.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm always interested to hear. You know details about the development of games and stuff like that so i appreciate you going to in depth a little bit there so we played on android and you guys are doing it on ios as well have you been considering other
1: platforms at all well actually we wanted to start with the mobile and we want to see the reaction of the market once the game is out uh, that that's something that Unreal makes it really easy also because uh, you can convert to pretty much any platform from Unreal. Uh, it, it doesn't take much effort. You just have to, to set up a few things, a few project things and, and render for and build for the, the, a different platform. But it, I think it would really depend on the market's response to the game because uh, what happens is it generates more cost because if you produce to a different platform, it's more commissions you have to pay. And if you don't have enough of a database of players, then uh, you, you're just gonna, it's just gonna cost you. you know? Of course, of course. Yeah, that makes total
0: sense. Are you guys considering a specific release date at this time, or are we still gonna continue to be in the alpha stage for a little while? No, actually,
1: alpha is already done. Uh, we are releasing the, the closed beta version on July 2nd. Nice. And. Uh, we're we're participating Bgs it's Brazil game show it's the biggest game fair in Latin America nice and uh we're gonna have a stand there and it's gonna be I think in October 10 and October 10 is the date of release of our open beta okay
4: nice that's awesome, awesome
1: guys that's really cool
0: that's uh
1: that's not too far
4: off actually uh, I had one one uh quick question is um where do you guys post for like like we we pr- participated in that alpha test, we only knew about it because you guys told us when what the times were. Is there a place where you guys post that stuff where we could you know keep track of it a little better? And I, I was kind of out of the loop, and Ryan just like just told me, "Hey, be on at this time. Here's the code for the game. Play it." Mm-hmm. So I was just wondering because I'm I'm really interested in the game, and it, I I had I played it for a good half hour, almost the whole hour. And I, I really had a good time with it. I want to, I would like to play it a little more and I'm sure our, some of our listeners would like to try it out too. Oh yeah, that's great.
1: Well, actually uh, you can, uh, in our website, you can enroll to, you, there is a, there is a place you can register, right? And uh, if you, if you give us your, your email there and your name and everything, uh, you might be eligible to play the closed beta. Okay. Actually, uh, we have we have a crowdfunding running. It's in a Brazilian site. Uh, it's Catarse. Uh From from our website, there is the link to our crowdfunding, and there there are certain uh, there are certain amounts of backing that if you back us with I don't know probably something around fifteen dollars, then you can join the closed beta as it is released. Right. Okay. But uh, then, the, but about the sessions of the game, what happens is uh, we have we at least for the alpha, we had a very limited number of testers. We had about about thirty testers, so we just opened on Tuesday nights because then everyone would be able to play and we would be able to run at least three or four matches simultaneously.
4: Yeah. Okay. Uh, so
1: we could so we could monitor the servers and see if everything was running properly, right? And uh, for the closed beta, we're probably going to have 150 people playing, and we are considering stretching the playing hours. But it still depends on some results, like regarding crowdfunding and everything, because it's it's really not cheap to keep the server running.
4: No, so... yeah, I, yeah, I completely understand the the cheapness of things. How
0: long will you be running your crowdfunding campaign for? So for our listeners, if they want to check it out at meridiangame.com slash crowdfunding.
1: Oh, yeah, it runs uh, till mid-July. We we have about uh, 32 days
4: left. Okay. Do you guys have a specific goal set for that? I mean, just, just out of curiosity?
1: Well, actually, uh, we, we do have the specific goal, which is uh, 20,000 reais, which is our currency. I think in dollars, it would be something like $6,000. Okay. Yeah, and actually, that's just to help us cover the costs of marketing and uh, setting up uh, the servers and setting up our stand in BGS, because we ha- we're going to make a game station with six mobile phones... And so we have to buy that, them, right? Uh, right. And, you don't want
0: people to be using your own
1: phone. <laughs> yeah. We, we, and actually, we, we we can't because we need we need the phones to monitor server activity and, and people, oh, right. you know, uh, logging into the website because we're going to distribute some gifts as well. And then we need our mobiles to check that if they're registering and, and stuff. So basically, we're running that crowdfunding to help us cover the costs of of. You know, building our stand to join the fairs and the events in Brazil. Hopefully, in other countries as well. But you know, we have to wait for results. Of course. And to keep the server running, really, it's uh, we're going to release the game anyways. uh, So anyone who donates, it's not going to be wasted money. Like you donate the money, the money to the game, and you never see the results of it because the game is coming out anyway, whether we reach the goal or not. But we could really use the help.
4: Yep, of course, yep. I know of the we, we
1: know the
0: feeling of yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> we pay for all this stuff ourselves as well. So, yeah, do the hosting fees and all that. Uh, we do have a Patreon. Oh, that's cool. Yep, Patreon dot slash the Idiot Savants yeah. to any of our listeners who want to check that out. Well, it's been really awesome talking to you guys, and I really appreciate you coming on the show today for our E three episode. We'll be releasing
1: this thing tomorrow. That's great. Thank you very much for having us. It's been really a pleasure and we hope to see you guys in the closed beta to play a little bit more with us.
4: Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Great.
1: Perfect guys. I
0: guess that's pretty much everything. Have a good night. And again, thank you. Thanks guys. Again, one more huge thank you to Ty and Ed from Meridian Entertainment for coming on the show and talking to us about their upcoming game. We really like their idea that they have for their game and we think it's going to be really cool. You'll find links to their website and social media in the show notes for this episode. The website for their game is meridiangame.com. That's M Y R I D I A N game.com. The music you're hearing now is the excellent menu screen music that we mentioned in the interview. And coming up next, we got some unreleased audio from Rachel and I talking to Sam while he gives us an update on his love life. You're listening to Crazy Train of Thought. Stay tuned.
4: For all the latest NASCAR content, including driver interviews, race recaps, fantasy NASCAR, listener call-ins, and giveaways, tune in weekly to the Lap Traffic Podcast on iTunes or your favorite hosting site. On the web, thelaptrafficpodcast.com, and on Twitter,
1: at LapTrafficPC. Don't get caught chasing the lucky dog. Tune in each and every week to the Lap
5: Traffic Podcast. I'm an Xbox controller. I am a Nintendo Switch
6: I thought there was going to be more than it (laughs) You stopped there Alright my bad I fucked it up (coughs) (coughs) Just a singular Nintendo bitch Alright
5: I'm an Xbox controller I'm drowning under the weight of my responsibilities I am Lamp And And we're we're the Idiot Savants Savants.
0: And you're listening to Crazy Train of Thought On the Big Heads Media Podcast Network
5: Sam It's like you want to be shot or something you do a be shot. You'll pop a can. I'll pop a cap. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready to die or be hurt very bad. That's rude. Know. That's rude. Yeah, I guess I am a guest in your house.
3: <laughs> but if you do it again, you're but gonna I'll die. You. For real. <laughs> <laughs>
5: How long has it been?
0: Oh fuck. Too long. However long it's been, it's been too long. I was gonna say not long enough, but you know. Since you've been on the podcast?
5: No, I no, I I'm, I'm just playing around. I had a good time when I was here, you know. That one time Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, but you've grown a little bit, your
5: hair's grown a little bit, I see. Oh yeah, it's almost as long as Rachel's. Yep, it's getting there.
6: I cut mine too, so that makes sense.
5: (laughs) Just shave it and I'll beat you. Yeah, (laughs) probably should. How you been, man? I've been pretty good. I've been uh, practicing more and more volleyball and I'm starting to suck at it more and more.
0: Okay, I'm glad you're here because I have been burning to ask you a question. Oh yeah? Yeah. What's it? Have you played Spikeball? Ball? I
5: I played it this Saturday. No,
0: you did not. Yeah, I yeah. played it this Saturday. No, no
5: way. Were you there at yeah, the lake house?
0: That, were you at the lake house? Yeah.
5: Are you the guy that was wearing the eagle mask? Yeah, that was Different me. I pack. was wearing the snake mask. Mm, yeah, that was yeah. me. <laughs> and then we started. It the wasn't purge, a mask, right? it was my real skin. <laughs> I am a lizard man. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare to be taken over. <laughs> not cool, <laughs> man. It's pretty cool, world domination and puppeteering. (laughs) Did you like Spikeball? I thought it was pretty good, honestly. Do you want to explain
0: to the listeners what Spikeball is?
5: Yeah, okay, so you got um, essentially two teams. I wonder if you could play with more if you did like rotation, but just let's keep it simple too. Um, Two
0: teams of two people is how we played it. Yeah,
5: you can do two teams of two people. Um, So essentially you get... Uh, a ball. It's like a almost like the size of a, uh, what's what, like a racquetball? Ball. A
0: racquetball, tennis ball, yeah. Yeah,
5: around that vicinity. And the goal of the game is basically almost exactly like volleyball, right? Except instead of the net across the middle, you have a little trampoline. So the proverbial ball that you have to get over the proverbial net is a real ball. But to get it over the net, to pass it to the other team, it has to hit the net. So it has to spike off this trampoline. Right, mm-hmm. and hence so, the name yeah. Spikeball. And you got two hits to do it, and you can't double tap. So it's like volleyball, exactly, except you've got two people, and it's it's mainly Spikeball because that's the best way to do it. Is on the last hit, you spike it into the into the little trampoline and pass it to the other team.
0: So on your teams, when yeah. you when you guys pick teams, did you keep the same teams or was it like let's just do a rotation and Oh,
5: you guys did some team swapping? No, we stuck with our teams, basically. Well, we
0: played. So I had never played this game before. Yeah. Uh, First time was on Saturday when we went to the lake, and it was for my buddy Trav's birthday. And uh, it was me, his brother, him, and then his friend, and they are all super into CrossFit. And we played nine games in a row. How many times did they call you bro? They They actually don't do that.
6: They don't say bro. No. Dude? No. no, I'm more likely to say dude than they are. Actually. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't really say they're bros.
5: Yeah, I wouldn't call them bros
0: either, but into CrossFit, absolutely. Yeah. And like, I they... would say
6: they're into fitness. And it just so happens to be that CrossFit is their their thing that works for them. That's
5: pretty cool, bro. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I suppose so. I suppose. But I, I was the one who's like the weakest link, right? Because I'd never played before. Don't that feel good? No, it doesn't feel good. So no, just like, don't. rotate me onto anybody else's team, and every I lost every round. We played like nine rounds in a row, and I lost every round.
5: Legit, there is a weakest link, and legit, it, you don't even have to try, but the ball, basically, you bully them, like, without even trying. Somehow, if you're up to serve or something like that, somehow the ball just finds its way to the weakest link every time, and then, like, miss after miss after miss after miss, and it just everybody's looking at you. It's like, it's not me, honestly. The ball has a mind of its own. It just seeks out the weakest link and just hits them every time. Did you guys work on like calling the ball or setting up your partner or anything like that? Oh yeah, of course. Like it would go one and then go, okay, last. All right. And, or we would just like say, you know, uh, to you or, you know, you know, basic, basic communication skills. Right. Um, but we had a uh, pretty good teamwork as far as like Setting the ball pretty close to the pretty close to the trampoline and having a good old even backhanded spikes. Those were
0: really good, yeah. backhanded spikes. Yeah, so fucking a.
5: Think like uh, it's not like a slap down, but think like you're wa- running past it and you spike it behind you. Okay, yeah, yep. yeah, yep. not like you just flip your hand over, and right? Backhand, backhand.
0: It. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs>
5: no, nothing like that. <laughs>
0: you backhanded your partner when he missed,
5: right? Yeah. Say, hey, what happened back there? Bam! Don't let it happen again. Okay. It'll be your kneecap next time. Yeah, I'll slap your kneecap, and it'll feel really weird.
0: I found that I so I played football for like ten years. Yeah, right? we know you bring it up every time. And does he? I no. cannot. I cannot throw a football to save my fucking life, mm-hmm. and just just the fucking worst at it. I don't know. The mechanics by which my arm needs to move in order to make the throws correctly. I never get a spiral. It's always a lame duck. It looks like I punted the ball. Did you I'm like, suck what at, the fuck?
5: You know, when you're a baby, they test these things. It's motor skills, basic basic motor skills. Can you fit the pegs in the holes and stuff like that?
0: The square pegs in the round holes?
5: No, like- I just get a hammer. Even, even Yeah, I was about to say, even the <laughs> hammer or something like that. Did you pass those when you were a kid? yeah. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, remember.
0: I, I lost the results. I was just looking at him the other day, and I don't remember the results anymore.
6: I passed mine. So we're clear. Yeah, I passed
5: mine. It. I remember it. Do you not remember? Fucking you- A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember. This guy's this guy's
6: an idiot. are <laughs> talking <laughs> God damn it. No, but, I,
5: I totally sympathize with the football thing. It's something that people just naturally can do, and I'm just, yeah, yeah I, don't, th- I don't get it.
0: The guy who could throw it the best- was Trav's buddy who's a fucking soccer player Fair he's just like whipping the ball out to us 30 40 yards and I'm like what the fuck where where did he play football at Trav goes he played soccer <laughs> like god damn it
5: dude honestly where you learn these things is at the events that you're at like basically like tailgates right backyard barbecues oh, I don't get Right? doesn't to do any of those that's things, true so he no doesn't tailgate. sound like you're at a birthday or a barbecue or something. Well we did do some
0: barbecue.
6: Those are our only normie friends. Yeah. We
5: so, don't have any other normal friends. That's true. Normie friends. Yeah. Oh, like people who like to eat outside is normie.
6: I would say yeah.
5: Like
0: <laughs> all my other friends are like, let's go to Comic Con. Let's yeah. see Avengers four times. Like we normie don't...
6: friends are people that play like mobile games or no games.
0: Yeah. Like basically. we that those are our only friends that don't play video games and like aren't into that at all. So mm. it's when, whenever we're, like, around them, we have to do normal things. do normal things, and it's weird.
5: Oh, and you have to talk about normal stuff. Yeah. Like, like how's that light beer treating you? I heard you had to switch to light beer because you're getting, heh, you know, <laughs> right, <laughs> putting on those right. pounds there. Yeah. Yeah, I had to mow my lawn. It's been raining so much. That's <laughs> fucking A.
0: <laughs> now you know what we talked about 90% of the time.
5: Do you see those... Uh, uh Falcons. I don't know. Football team. Is that a football <laughs> that team? That is a football team. <laughs> see, see those uh birds of prey? Yeah, those are Birds br- of Prey. Pretty nuts team. I'd say they got this year, eh? <laughs> no, I'm
0: just kidding. The conversation was pretty engaging. Travis and his brother are are into different things, but the conversation always manages to
5: stay interesting oh no i'm not questioning so. their compatibility as far as the conversation goes i'm just talking about normie stuff that normie normie people, talk about. <laughs> normie people normie normies yeah
0: so i did learn though over the weekend that i can throw a frisbee like a
5: motherfucker Well, yeah you play disc golf
3: i oh know no. but like Indeed. i didn't it
6: doesn't work because I, <sighs> I fucking tried to throw that frisbee and i am i'm not good at it
5: i guess the secret is out you're bad at disc golf as well ha. <laughs> I am not good at
6: it. Really? No, I am just okay. I don't even know that I'm average. I'm probably average for a normal chick, but like, I am not good. Nope.
5: I feel like average is good enough.
6: <laughs> oh, it's good. It's to the point now where like, I don't feel bad attending the event of going to Golf. Initially, gist I was. Gizgolf. Yeah, Gizgolf. Initially, I was so fucking bad that I was like, "I literally can't go. It'll take us like six hours to do eight holes. Oh, I yeah, can't. i yeah. F- I just fucking chuck it in the woods. All right. Well, give <laughs> me a right, second, Rachel's guys. Got to find her disc She's again. She's on fifteen. Got... They don't even go up that guys, high.
5: Hold up. Oh, we're no, gonna play my through. App, play through. My, so my, embarrassing. My
0: app would not. When I had my Windows phone, my app would not go up high enough to get all of the strokes. That she.
5: <laughs>
6: <laughs> I, just, I was <laughs> bad. When, when we
5: Is that like <laughs> when the computers reach two thousand, they just shut down? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly so like bad. that that's pathetic i'm sorry yeah it was really bad <laughs> no but she's Don't way better now it. yeah i'm sure honestly every good things come to those you, you know try
0: but like i felt really good about myself when we were playing with the frisbee because i was like fucking arrow straight exactly where i wanted it to like probably eight out of every ten shots like pretty well done Nice. For at least, and especially compared to the other guys, and the, all three of them don't disc golf; they do actual activities, and yeah, they just were like, "Yeah, good job, Ryan. You
5: hey, totally you're really good at that. that you're really good at that sissy disc thing, aren't you? <laughs> Not like a manly football man. How is those bratwurst coming along, Dan?
3: <laughs> Dan."
5: They're coming along good. I poured a little bit of I don't know. But, I don't know. I don't want to cook. A1 steak sauce They're, on them. That and I mixed it sure. with habanero. That'll put some hair on your chest. Ha, hey, ha, Steve. Ha, ha. ha, you're right. Ha ha, ha,
0: ha, ha ha. Boy, you are getting this normie stuff down. That's because I am a normie. Huh?
6: I, I don't know if you're you not. are, Sam. You're not a normie. I, I can be you. a normie. I think you're halfsies. You might be able
0: to fit in with that crowd, but you're not a normie. I hate to tell you. Oh, man. I wanted to be a
5: normie so bad.
6: Did you? Nah. Then you wouldn't understand Reddit.
5: That's true. Reddit?
6: Yeah. Okay. I hate you.
5: No, I understand Reddit, but like, I don't understand casually going on to Reddit.
6: No. I'm just saying like, okay, never mind. (laughs) It's (laughs)
5: gone. Too normie to understand. Too normie to to get it. (laughs) Didn't
6: get it. All right. Here
5: we go. Just like my mom and dad, you never get what I say. <laughs> oh, um, I had a date. Oh, with a woman? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. So, yeah. Uh, name? Uh, don't want to name drop. Okay, not yet. Yeah, all right. It's not, even, it's not even like I don't even know how it's going so far. Okay, we'll uh, call
0: her Callista.
5: Right, no, let's call oh. her something cool. Yeah. Okay, that's not cool. Let's. Uh, Calista's pretty good. How about Calypso? Okay, we can Calypso. call her Calypso. 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 No, like David. Jo- David Jones. <laughs> Three years, I give you a ball, the Dutchman, and you find myself. Wait, I don't even know how to say. Tell me, Sparrow, Do you feel? Spera. Different? It's like
0: you gotta look, like get a little bit more at the Calypso. end.
5: Calypso. <laughs> I freaking love it. <laughs> You got to plug your nose, though, because he's an octopus. Yes. <laughs> and octopuses right. don't have noses. I have
0: seen that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the date.
5: Okay, um, so Calypso. You yeah, went on a Calyp- date with Calypso. I met a, a Calypso at volleyball, right? And nice. Yeah, yeah. She's not a bad setter. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I asked for her number, and then I was like, hey, what are you doing uh, Saturday? And she's like, oh, I'm busy uh, Saturday. I was going to take her out to like uh, a brunch or something like that. Yeah. I thought that's a pretty good something idea. Something pretty casual. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um and then I just oh yeah yeah so so she said no I sorry I can't make it unfortunately I'm uh I'm unavailable then I was like okay okay no problem or
0: ever fuck you <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> 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 and so uh Saturday comes around I've got a lake house to go to on Saturday right and so I'm uh, I, I show up to this lake house wait and I go water why would skiing. you
6: ask her on a date Saturday because, if you have things to yeah on why did you make double plans I had plans on the afternoon.
3: Oh, so you were going to go to
6: brunch and then go to the lake house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah I had good. a
3: backup plan. Cool. You um,
5: got fucking spoilers. I don't yeah, think right. does does brunch and then
0: the lake house. Come on, man. Yeah. I don't want spoilers yet. Continue with your story. <laughs>
5: what? <laughs> what are you talking about?
6: I, he hit the wrong button. There's yeah, no totally way no did. he did hit that button. That's the one I wanted to hit. No, he didn't. This Just a, keep proceeding. Do you know proceed. what a spoiler is? Lol.
0: Wish you weren't so fucking awkward, bud. <laughs>
6: yeah. <laughs> there you go. Wish we could say the same anyway anyways so yeah. so
5: yeah she's unavailable so i was like okay so i go out uh, jet water skiing um at this lake house i wake up at like noon so it wasn't gonna happen anyways <laughs> 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 i stood up oh yeah i went to see Endgame the night before nice yeah and so i was up all i went to bed at like two and so i woke up at like noon and i was like okay time to get to this lake house and i go and i think we're playing spike ball and then we're playing cornhole and then and then out of the blue, there she shows up at uh, this lake house. And I was like, oh, oh, hello. Uh, What are you doing here? I guess these are your plans for Saturday, huh? She's like, I followed your GPS coordinates on your phone. High doubt. High doubt. <laughs> I turn that off when I go off the grid. Ha <laughs> ha. Can't Good let the, my reptile brethren find me. Nice. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, she ends up at this lake house. And I herp derp it up. I don't even oh, know
0: what that means. I
5: done goof it up okay. all, all to Michigan, basically. Well,
0: I mean- like, were you expecting it to go smoothly? Because yeah, I was hoping. You're it.
5: you? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I goof it up so bad, and so like,
0: ev- what do you mean you goof it up so bad? Like everything so bad. about interacting with her, you just completely, completely fuck it up, completely screwed it up. Okay,
5: yeah. So basically, and she even like opened herself up into a, like a vulnerable space. Like she was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, Phrasing. Why? Okay, yeah, well, okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, Phrasing. She went like. By herself, and she was sitting there looking at the lake. And I was like, "Now is my opportunity. Yes. I will go and sit by her, sitting by the lake, and we will look at the lake and talk about stuff." I've heard stuff. a very
0: similar story to this when you were at camp. But oh continue. yeah, that happens. Continue. This is Sam's move. Huh? Yeah, yeah, this okay. is it. <laughs> oh
5: wait, till they're looking at a lake, <laughs> and then I, strike. <laughs> and then I
0: swoop in.
5: <laughs> and so, yeah, I just like I could tell she just did not want to talk. At all. Just, I just like very short answers. I just tried to like, I was trying to probe, be like, hey, so, you know, where, where are you from originally? You know, what? All, all the basic ones, all the normie questions, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, just was getting nothing back. And then, uh, oh, yeah. They, okay, so then uh, I was like, oh, so it's not going very well. Um, and we went out onto the lake on a boat, and there's like this thing. We call it the wet burrito. It's like a, um, a big rolly foam mat. That you and we we played like sharks and minnows, so you get a bunch of people on. It's like king of the hill. You just try to pull people off. Right. And I had this bright idea that I'd grab her arm, and I, I, you know, I I was trying to go underwater to pull her off the thing. And I used. Do you know what a lever a lever system is? I do know my simple machines. So you've got the fulcrum, right? Just imagine the fulcrum is my head, and her arm is the beam. And I decided just like straight up torque her arm over my head, (laughs) trying to pull this thing. Almost broke her arm. (laughs) And so that didn't go very well.
6: <laughs> uh, was she trying to be playful, or was she just laying on this wet burrito? And you were like, oh, "I got gotcha, you, bitch."
5: No, she's trying not to get pulled off. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to pull. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it,
0: Sam! <laughs> Gross. So you almost broke her arm, you broke and her
3: then arm. she was
5: like, "Um, ow, I think you tore my rotator cuff." Yeah, and so it was like. Awkward, awkward turtle after that, basically. Yeah. And so, oh, yeah, no, no. And I asked, I, oh, yeah, I asked her if she wanted to do, like, something on Tuesday. And I was like, hey, so what are you doing on Tuesday? Anything, like, coffee? Or, uh, and then I met, tried to mention something else. She's like, no, no, coffee's good. Coffee's good. It's like, okay, it's going to be one of those. Just a regular old coffee <laughs> thing. And uh, so it ended up being on Tuesday, uh, this Tuesday, actually. Uh, I go there. It's at uh, this cafe. I think it was, like, f- at 530. And I was gonna be late. And I was like, "Uh oh, God okay. damn it! I better change the time. Uh, 5:45 sound okay?" And she's like, "Yeah, that's good with me." And so I get there at 5:50. <laughs> <laughs> Just like today, yeah. change <laughs> the time
0: to be later. Still fucking late. Well
5: done. Yeah. So I show up at 5:50, and I'm sitting on this like couch. It's a cafe. It's tr- It's trendy. It's got couches basically. Yeah. And so I'm sitting cafe, there. 5:50. 5:55. Yep. 550, hmm. Looking around, hmm. she's not there. Five, uh, six o'clock, still not there. You know, six, six five, still not there. Six ten, still not there. Mm. And I'm going, oh, yeah. You just got stood up, bro. Yeah. And so I texted her I'm like, "Hey, you gonna make it?" She goes, "I'm here. Where are you?" <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> like wait, what? She was us sitting outside the entire time. Oh no shit. Yeah, she was guardian guardian. <laughs> she was guarding the uh one of the entrances slash exits, but I went into a different way. <laughs> <laughs> totally missed each other. So twenty minutes getting off to a, a late start, but yep. it ended up being pretty nice. Um I've learned like what a beignet is. Do you know what a beignet is? That's
0: the thing that uh blows the water at your butthole on <laughs> the toilet, right? Legit, that's what I thought she <laughs> said when she bucket. ordered it. <laughs>
5: She said, "Can I get a beignet?" And I was like, "Did you say a... I hope you either said banana or bidet. <laughs> yeah, what's a beignet? A beignet is like a like a it might be a New Orleans pastry. It's like a, a donut with powdered sugar on it, but it's like more warm. It's like a like a donut sort of pastry with uh, powdered sugar.
0: It's As opposed a, to regular donuts that do not have powdered sugar.
5: Well, I mean, it's not like freshly baked donuts. It's like it's more of a pastry, like kind of flaky. Even. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Gotcha. Like a croissant. I got a croissant. croissant, yeah, comparable to a sweet croissant, nice cool. and soft though. Um, yeah. Then we just had you know a decent time drinking coffee. Cool. They're gonna be round two? Doubt. Fair enough. I'd, I'd be down, but I'm not sure she's down. But I, I'm just blown out of my mind because like this is the first time it's actually sort of kind of worked out. Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> impressive, I'd say. All
0: yeah. right, so when's she coming over to do the podcast?
5: Oh, she's late. Oh, she's
0: yeah. <laughs> on her way. The checks in the mail.
5: Yeah. Okay. No, I kind of ran it there. Sorry.
0: No, you're you're all set. We're kind of just waiting for Oscar anyway, mm. and uh, we haven't gotten an update on your love life in a little while, so
5: yeah, because sure I haven't you... even been on. it We needed you... that.
6: Did you want one on my life? On my um, love life? Sure, go ahead. Yeah. Honey.
5: Have you seen anyone?
6: <laughs> <laughs> it's been good. That's it.
0: All right. Let me pause this thing. All right. Let's get this shit show on the road. Welcome, everybody, to Crazy Train of Thought, brought to you by the Idiot Savants. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am your host, Ryan Wolf. On today's episode...